Welcome to FOH, Front of House, podcast about restaurants and the service industry. I'm Kelly Sullivan. I'm Lillian Devane. Yay, you're here. Cool, you're in my house. I meant you're here to the listeners. Oh, cool. I was like, well, actually, this is my house. <laughs> I meant like, you guys are here listening to us. Yes, thank you. With us in the room. As always, thank you. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, let's see, what's been going on? We had a couple of funny things. I have a thing that I wanted to surprise tell Kelly about. Yes, I'm very excited. Um, because it's something I learned about um, at our restaurant that I actually couldn't believe is real. Okay. <laughs> it's, I'm literally, I am at the edge of my seat. It's so delightfully horrific. Okay. So, um, we have, uh, like coffee service at the place where we work. So we get a lot of like, we have a different crowd that comes in for the coffee. So like a lot of like moms with strollers and kids and like daytime people and all of that during the day. And I was talking to one of the baristas and he told me offhand, he said, yeah, today, you know, I just had to make a baby Chino. And I said, I'm sorry, just back up real quick. What's a baby Chino? Is that like a small, is it like a short cappuccino? And he's like, oh, no, 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 no. It's like a park slope thing where moms will come in and they don't want their babies or kids to feel like they're missing out. And so I have to make them a fake cappuccino or a baby chino. So they make tiny cappuccinos and they're supposed to put like, oh, this woman was like, no sprinkles? Because he didn't put sprinkles on the baby chino (laughs) for the baby. My God. It's a real thing that people do. So their babies get little cappuccinos while they look at iPads in cafes. Like so it's I, just steamed milk. Though, yeah, it's right? just steamed okay. milk, frothy with, and then they put like cocoa powder or like sprinkles on top as a little treat for the baby, so the baby doesn't have to miss out on any luxury. That is related to that. Yesterday, I was talking to this woman, and she's like, "I think we're gonna go up to the front to grab a cookie, and I can just pay for the cookie at the counter because we have like." seated area in the back and front the coffee part is in the front and I was like okay and then she was like talking to her son and then she like looks at me and she's like he's so spoiled and I was like yeah by you yeah it's not like (laughs) yeah like I was like we're not commiserating on that you did it you did that I was like "Uh uh-huh is that a pre-existing condition it's not like she looked at me and was like brown hair or like whatever that is so funny I was like I know he is. Yeah. Do you know? You're saying the words, but do you know? I just, I can't believe, I just, I couldn't get over it. I felt like a weird, I, again, I felt like a weird old person who was like, now the, the baby, now let me get this, the babies are drinking cappuccinos now? Like, I was like, I, everyone was like, yeah, it's dumb, but I was like, I couldn't get over like, it. Yeah, I, it was like a bad stand-up routine. I was like, hey, have you heard it? Get uh, Yeah, have you heard about this one? Okay. Yeah, okay. It's, it's, Get a load of this. <laughs> these freaking yuppies. Yeah. Uh, but it was, it really blew my mind. I couldn't believe that someone, God. who thought, what was the tantrum that made that happen? I would like to see the origin story of the baby I Chino. I would too. I thought that was really funny, though. That is so fucking funny. I I want to see what I what I'm imagining is so the mom orders the baby chino and then you're looking you're standing in line and you just see a tiny little plump 
<laughs> fist come out of a stroller, like a $4,000 stroller, just ready to cup a tiny little baby Chino. And then someone sprinkles it on while the baby's holding it. And then the baby gets the, they get a little iPad put in their lap. I do want to, I just real quick, want to apologize for last week's audio quality. Here's why. Yeah, quote unquote. I know, okay. We know it was a little. Kisses to my critics. <laughs> okay. It was a little subpar. Uh, reason was, as I mentioned, we were both hungover. I was messing with the volume levels the entire time. I really screwed it up. It was not super fixable, um, but we did our best, and I won't ever do that again. So, And guess what? You're freaking lucky. Guess what? This is free content that we make for you every week. So Yeah. And when we have a Patreon, it's all going to sound like that. Okay? <laughs> it's up and down, baby. You're going to pay for the pain. You'll pay for it. Okay. Okay. So this week we just wanted to do one that really got down to the basics, got down to the root, mm. the roots of the issue. The emotional. The emotional. Co- cut to the feeling. Yeah. Cut to the feeling. Nice. Thank you. I've been listening to Carly Rae Jepsen a lot lately. Oh, okay. Yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, we wanted to talk about, because, I mean, we just talked about some horror stories, and I feel like we're always kind of talking about, like, the insane people and the insanity and how, like, people we are awful. We rag on it. We rag on it. We rag on it. It's part of the job. You have to let, you have to blow off some steam. But I was sort of thinking, like, what makes working in a restaurant good and great and special and important and like what is it about that space that is valuable totally because I think there's a lot there is a lot um so we kind of want to do a little more like kind of insider insider and positive yeah so that's a little this is like one of those insider videos where they eat the golden wings baby oh yeah totally they're like this New York eatery is like People don't have health care, and you're yeah. eating a donut, you know? Yeah. We work at one of those restaurants. No, we do. <laughs> cool, though. Yeah. I would love to see, I would love to serve just absolute imbeciles sometime for, like, a night. You know, like, that yeah. at that Salt Bay restaurant? Oh, yeah. Like, just what happens at Salt Bay? Oh, yeah. What does happen at Salt Bay? It's, I re- I've seen the videos where they pour the, co- they balance the cocktails. They kind of do almost the same Salt Bay. They do Bay Salt Bay with holding cocktails? But, like, they put, they put a coop, like, here, and they pour the drink into that it, and then is they bring it. Isn't at, that crazy? That is not real. <laughs> it's real. I saw a video of it. What? Yeah. Oh, my God. That's on par with Baby Chino for me <laughs> not believing a beverage being served. <laughs> <laughs> that would be such a funny stand-up bit. Let me get this straight. You use your forearm as a fucking tray. <laughs> I want my own. You're like, ex- New York used to be dangerous. <laughs> it used to be dangerous. I think I found my new stage persona. <laughs> <laughs> Woman who can't believe things are happening with beverages. Beverage-related. Beverage-related outrage. <laughs> Coming to oh. Times Square, Caroline's oh, on Broadway. Love that to be your whole 15 straight <laughs> minutes of beverage outrage. Netflix, I'm coming for your Nanette, and okay. I'm bringing you my cocktail rage. Nanette, you better get back to Australia. Please. I haven't watched that just because I can't deal with the accent. I, in 
absolute honesty, I began to watch it and then went, I'm just going to watch Love Island. Yeah, and I did. Hey, that's your choice. Thank you. I'm proud of you for Thank making you. that choice. Yeah, we still have some freedoms in America. It's true. Dwindling, but they're there. Mm, but they're there. Um, okay, so... <laughs> <laughs> okay, so moving on. Moving on. What do you... Um, well, I don't know. What, like, what, what do you think is personally beneficial to working in a restaurant? Yeah. For you personally. I think that something we've, we've talked about is this, like... It's a very rare... People come in so vulnerable to restaurants, whether you know it or not. Like, there's something about eating and being served and, like, that interaction that you are inherently vulnerable and inherently open mm-hmm. when you're doing that. And as a guest. As a guest. Yeah. And it's such a rare interaction. I think because, I mean, something we've repeated and talked about on this podcast is there are so many forces especially in new york that want you to kind of close yourself off and you see that in ads all the time and when you go out in public and you're eating you are opening yourself up and we get to see this like vulnerability that is so like it's so reserved to that space it's completely unique Mm -hmm. because it's like emotional physical it's like you are vulnerable and every way right there's like a primal like you're feeding yourself yeah we're giving you like we're nurture we're like a yeah. caretaker in some way and it is like very vulnerable yeah. yeah and so i think that is like and i think it's why like it ends like when you are like wow like you can feel such profound emotion after eating a good meal or getting good service and like you're like I love that like truly you're like I love that person like that happens to me at restaurants like where I'm like I'm gonna cry I love this person there is a guy who serves me every time I go to my favorite taco place on St. Mark's Taqueria St. Mark's there is a (laughs) easy to remember there is a it's inside it's like the Alamo and there's classic rock posters everywhere it's my absolute heaven and there's a server there who I he's unwaveringly Mm -hmm amazing and I feel like real like I'm like oh like every time I see him I know it's gonna be okay for like half an hour yeah or however long I'm there like he's got me you know and that's like such a it sounds weird to say but like it's a comfort and like I don't know totally and there was this bartender that I used to see all the time Polly and he was just a very funny man and just like so sweet and he was like that kind of um ugly that makes you so approachable mm-hmm. and I loved him yeah. I truly loved him and I was like yeah. we're best friends I know and then great. you pay them and that's you're paying them for that yeah totally that's worth it to me a hundred percent bonus if the margs are good yes poorly so, yeah. <laughs> this was an age when I was still doing a lot of beer shots we've talked yeah, about but that. still I'm just saying you know you know in general in general right yeah, I think it's interesting because I think that's why so much behavior at restaurants is so outrageous and strange. I mean, there's other factors, but I think it is because you're like entering into this like very unique like environment that is just like yeah, it's just a, it's bizarre when you think about it too much. Mm-hmm. And like you go out when you're sad, you go out when you're happy, when you're mm-hmm. celebrating, when you're engaged or like any of those things like you go to a restaurant for that yeah totally and or a bar or get takeout or wherever you're going and it's like you associate because like 
we're all so fucked up about food in general, but we have food and emotions are so closely tied. Mm-hmm. Um, That's why I famously have a tattoo that says food is important. Oh my God. I love that you have that tattoo. It's real cute. <laughs> when did you get that tattoo? When I was 19. Of course. Right. But I like it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I like it too. Yeah. It's, it has different meaning. You know, you grow and they grow with you. Of course. Right. One hopes. Uh, one day this gravy tattoo will have a totally different meaning. <laughs> oh, boy. oh, boy. Um, We have fun. We have fun. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think I, there can be some really special things that happened. For me personally, as a bartender or a server, I just remember kind of not realizing the effect I had on people until, mm-hmm. like, I had one guy who was coming, he would come during the daytime, pretty much like a couple times a week, pretty regularly, and and then I didn't see him anymore, and then one day he came in and he said, you know, hey, I've been coming to this bar because my mother's in the hospital down the street and she's dying, and she, she died, and he'd been coming to the bar after visiting her, and like, I would serve him, and we would talk, and he would get drinks, and then she finally died, and he came and he brought me presents, and he was just like, thank you so much. Like I, and I had no idea, like we didn't talk about it. He just was there. And like, I was providing an emotional service that I didn't even realize, but Mm -hmm. it was like meaningful to him. Yeah. You know? And so I was like, Oh my God. Like, it's like when you interact with anybody, you never know what's going on with them. And it's like hard to think about. Cause whenever someone's being weird, you're like, well, they're an asshole. It's like, well, maybe their mom's dying. Yeah. And, or maybe they're also an asshole and their yeah. mom's dying. It could be both. It could be both. A hundred percent. hundred percent. Like assholes, parents still have to die. That yeah. is the cycle of life. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And, and I've had people say like, who are regulars who are moving or something. And they're like, you are our favorite. You've meant some. And I'm like, what? I just gave you one. You know, like yeah. I, we had very nice interactions, but I, they were like, we're going to miss you. And I was like, oh my gosh. Like a hundred percent. I just didn't, I didn't realize or, you know. Yeah. I think it's like you have such a chance to, and also I think like people can, they can like there's cause there isn't an expectation. And because like for good or for ill, we do have to tolerate all kinds of behaviors. Like people can kind of have a wider range of emotion mm-hmm. to like in that space because they, it's not like a friend, like they're not, not that they're unaccountable, but they don't like, no one's going to be like, they don't have to be consistent Mm -hmm. and they don't have to like answer to. Right. You know? Yeah. Am I making sense? Not really, but I think I kind of get what you're saying. No, no, no. But you, you walk in and you are like your own, like we, we only see you in that one moment of time. So you're not a boss. You're not a whatever. You're just like you as you are to us in this moment. So, Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I I just think it's like, it can be used for good. And when it's good, it's like a really great, meaningful thing. Yeah, 100%. For me. 100%. You know? Um, people come in and, and like, you can tell when you get, you like, you've done it enough. You're like, this person isn't actually a bad person, but they are having a bad day. Yeah. And like, once I figure it out, it's going to be fine. You yeah. Know? That's what we're there for. Yeah, totally. You know? And I think that there's such a like hollowness to treat yourself culture that is about consumption. <laughs> yeah. But if you use restaurant, if you even if you are intending to use it as like, oh, this is my treat myself. Like you can 
also make a real connection and that is not hollow right you know? totally you talk to someone and that and that can be the thing that improves your day more than being like yeah i'm gonna like have a little din yeah <laughs> which is what i say when i go out to dinner i'm having a little din <laughs> i never i never use the full word <laughs> so, i'll have a little din it's like tiny <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was trying to think of the times that I've gone out. Like, I went out, I mentioned this on one of the other episodes, but the day after the election, I went out and had margaritas by myself. And, mm. uh, beautiful. One of the darkest times I've ever had a margarita, but <laughs> you're like, you'll see me through this. <laughs> yeah, my old friend. But I was sitting my at the bar and I'd worn a tie the night before. So I had a tie on still because I got locked in my apartment on election night. One of the worst nights ever. Shh. Um, I got locked out of my apartment, so I'm like waking up and going right to a bar after sleeping in a friend's house. And I was at this bar and it was fucking dark and we were watching a huge screen TV of Trump and the guy next to me, this is just a aside, but the guy next to me was like watching me watch the TV screen, drink a margarita in a 1776 vintage tie. Okay. And he's like, you in finance? I was like, yeah, I'm in fucking finance. Take what the fuck You're is like, that's why I'm in this bar in Queens. That's why I'm in Queens drinking a margarita very early in the in middle a, of a, in a Wednesday in a cartoonish 70s tie the that day after the election so crying. Yeah, that's what's up. You're like, yes, it was so funny. But like that was my first. I mean, it's also alcohol is another, you know, people seek that out as a emotional relief mm-hmm. i'm like some and people like some people dark dark they have holes they have in their hearts issues <laughs> and problems they need to work out if you do that if you seek solace in alcohol you mm, need to seek solace in the lord you absolutely do is what you need get right with god y'all um that's me kissing <laughs> But when, yeah, I think it's also another like facet of that too. It's like your, your inhibitions are like loosened. You start Mm -hmm. to feel more comfortable. And like the whole concept of like having a third space is important too in our society. Third spaces are spaces that are not work and not home. Right. Uh, also increasingly we don't have spaces that are not like where your bosses can't contact you because of like, right. You know? So it's like a restaurant is that you can truly be like, no, I'm, I'm, this is meat, meat time. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty Beautiful. gross that you can't actually, or like community centers, churches, of course, I mean, that's libraries, like, but yes, restaurants are also, especially like if they're, I think it's supposed to be like, if they're sort of affordable, but it's like, well, um, uh, we live in New York, so not gonna happen. Not gonna happen. Yeah. I think the third space, the third spaces are, like I think supposed to be yeah communal spaces yeah I feel like um, a cafe to me is more of a third space a cafe a cafe cafe Where society you can get your baby cappuccino. right if, there, if I can't get a baby chino I'm not going okay I'll <laughs> then call it's ahead not a third space call <laughs> call the fucking sociology department because that ain't a third space there's need a revision in this 1992 <laughs> book so update it. Yeah, so that's, I think we've talked a lot about kind of what you can get out of going to a restaurant, but what what makes it special to work there? Right. You know? Like, what have we gained? Mm, what we have we gained and lost? Um, I think that it's given me, 
Well, I mean, for one, financially, it totally changed my life. I know that's not like, but I didn't understand. I was working like retail. I was working like counter service, like that kind of job, like barista stuff. I didn't realize the kind of freaking money you could make serving. I was like, oh, God, why haven't I been doing this forever? That totally, I mean, I could have like, I had like savings for the first time in my whole life. Like it like actually changed my life. Yes. You know? And I'm not, yeah, I I mean, that was really, really incredible for me, but of course there's other things that aren't monetary, but that was huge for like... No, I mean, that is a huge motivation to work in restaurants. It, you can make a lot of money. Yeah. And if you're not an idiot, you can keep some of it. Right. Slippery. Could be cool. Could be cool. To not be an idiot. That could be cool. Um, I think it's also made me appreciate, um... Like, I mean, weirdly enough, I think it's helped me in, like, comedy and in my home life. Like, I think it's made me um, a more gracious host when I host shows because I'm, like, aware of the vibe in the room. I'm aware of making people comfortable because that's what we do at our jobs. And, like, I think when I have people over, I'm, like, conscious of so many other things that I, I wouldn't normally be conscious of mm-hmm. and like when I go out to, to eat with my friends who aren't in the service industry like I just instinctively like pour them water and I like and they're always like don't work don't work and I'm like no no, this is just like how I'm showing my like affection yeah. for you and making sure you're comfortable like that's that's like a way of that's a love language it's a love language <laughs> that's actually acts of service right um but I don't know you know like I think it's just made me more aware of like the impact that I have in an environment. Mm -hmm. I think that it has made me a lot more curious about people, Mm -hmm. which has made me more giving and more generous. Yeah. Because it's made me like, I think more so like working with people than serving them, but it's like you spend so much time with people and you realize like there's so much to know about anyone yeah you know like any one person there's like truly so much to know about them and and everyone like not on some corny shit but everyone (laughs) is like such a special and like multifaceted and wonderful little being no it's true and I think like it's made me so much more curious about people and want to know so much more about them. And I think that was something when I was working at Prune, they kept talking about which Harry Potter, I don't think I've mentioned this on the podcast, that they kept talking about reiterating this conversation. I worked there for all of two months and I can't tell you how many times I heard this conversation, which Harry Potter characters people were. Yikes. And I was like, why would you want to be so reductive of someone that you work with? Why wouldn't you want to expand? Yeah. Expand your knowledge of it. Like was genuinely frustrating to me because I was like, why would you not want to like expand your knowledge of someone? And we, we do that in sometimes dumb ways like astrology and love languages. But I'm like, it's rooted in being like, I see you as an expansive person. and I don't want you to simply be, I don't know, freaking Snape or whatever. Oh God. That makes my skin crawl. Ugh. I would have shut that down real fast. You know I did. And yeah. That's good for you. Taking a stand. That's why I had to yeah, quit. It wasn't actually the Ken Freeman <laughs> stuff. It was because of. I was actually fired after I said, <laughs> I said, no, nobody here is Harry Potter. They said, get out. You're like, I'm the sorting hat and you guys suck. <laughs> yeah. That's it. I was like, you're all in Hufflepuff, you dummies. <laughs> I think that's true. I mean, I've learned and not learned my lesson so many times where 
people will start at a restaurant and I'm mm-hmm. just like, yeah, fuck that person. They suck. And then like two months later, they're like my best friend. I'm like, yeah. no, I'm wrong. You yeah. know, like I write people off and, and I think it's part of like living in a big city where you simply can't hold as many people you see thousands of people all of the time and you can't it's too much work to just like actually get to know all of them so you kind of have to put people in categories to survive in yeah. your in your brain yeah um if you're an empath like us so it's i don't really ident- you know i don't, I don't identify ident- either i'm just joking okay anyways <laughs> i'm just sens- i'm just sensitive but but i think so i think that that that's like an impulse and so then i think to spend time around people and to be like oh no this person's insecure and putting up this guard and like mm-hmm. you spend like we like we've talked about before you're spending time hours of stress with people and you really are like oh that's what this person's about yeah and it's, it's such an interesting thing i don't yeah. know yeah um and we're great at throwing parties, you and yeah, I. Yeah, we are both good hosts. We can plate. That's a thing. You learn how to attractively plate food yes. working in a restaurant. Yes. Which all y'all, I want, okay, when you take pictures. Let's of, talk. When you take pictures of the garbage you make, not that it's garbage. When you take pictures of the food you make at home, I don't want to sit there and say, what am I looking at here? Because that's what I want to comment on all of your pictures. I'm like, what is this? Mm-hmm. It's not attractive. I want attractive. to talk about the importance of backlighting. Okay. Uh-huh. So when you're taking it, even if you're using the flash, let's get another light source so you're not, it's not glaring. Mm-hmm. I want to, you put a light source maybe 45 degrees away and it gives it a warm glow and yeah. then you use the flash as well and it doesn't look as stark. That's yeah. beautiful. Right. Mm-hmm. You want it to be balanced on the plate, a li- something. There's got to be also, color. I would like to uh, apply the backlighting. If you are taking a titty pick and you have a friend, have them give you a little light, shine a little light. It really makes it more flattering. You have friends take your tit pictures? No, I have them help me take my tit pictures. I'll show you. I'll show you. I'm good. Thank you so much, though. That's a very generous offer. I mean, no. (laughs) No one's asking me for pictures of my tits, okay? Oh. So, well, well, <laughs> fancy yeah. that. What a life you must I lead. I tossed my dit over my shoulder <laughs> to brag. It's like a hair toss. I'm like, well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh my um, God. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. Whatever. I, I don't mean to shame everybody for their food pictures because we have an Martha unf- Stewart, if you're listening. So funny. But we have, an, we have an unfair advantage. We see, like, beautiful food artfully yeah. displayed for our jobs. So we see we beautiful food all the time and then we can search the geotag and see your back pictures <laughs> of it. <laughs> 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 um, yeah. Okay, what else? Um, I do think that it is you learn so much about um, like other people's needs and, yeah. and the way that you can address them in... You know what I mean? You like pre, I, I think that I try to preemptively yeah. see what someone needs in a situation. Right. And you learn how they need to be communicated with. Right. And like, I think that is invaluable. I think, I think what you said earlier about generosity is something that I've really thought about too, where like it, to me, it like I have friends, like I went out with a friend last night who's not in the service industry, but is like very aware and not like a shitty person at you with, mm-hmm. but uh, afterwards he had to leave really quickly and I was like, don't worry about it. And he's like, well, like Venmo requests me. And I was like, Hey man, like I'll just get it. And yeah. it, and it's, and you're my friend and it, I'm happy to do that. And yeah. you'll see me again and you'll buy me a drink. And like, I, I, it's one of those things that I just like, 
I get why Venmo is helpful, but I think that it does like start to destroy, especially in restaurant context sometimes where I'm just like, I don't know, just like treat your friend to something, give mm-hmm. them a gift. Like that makes you feel so special when your friend's yeah. like, Hey, I love you. And I, and I know I'm going to see, it's like almost just like, I know we're going to meet again. Of course. And yeah, I, I love that. Nice. I yeah. love that feeling of like, you trust me and love me enough to say, my gosh, this is, this experience, this, on me. this experience I value and I love you and it's on me and it's my gift. You know, I just, I think that's so nice. And I think that that's like something that's not valued as much as it should be now. Yeah. I, yeah, I completely, I completely agree. And I think it makes you like keep this tab. Yeah. It's gross. It's like not cool. And it's like, it should be like, oh, okay. Like I buy, I buy you a drink this one time and then maybe you'll come over to my house and you'll bring a bottle of wine. You know what I mean? Like it's all, it should all come out in the wash. Totally. I mean, obviously there are exceptions. I've definitely Venmoed people money for stuff. Like I get it. I get it. But, but, and if you like are struggling with money, it's also like, sometimes you're like, no, I actually can't treat you to something. And that's, that's totally fine. But I just think that, um, it's, it's really nice to like, and this is so cheesy, but it's like, it's nice to like, make a memory and not have it be an exchange of money necessarily between two friends you know it takes that out of it and you just focus on yeah that you're like we're just like here together yeah yeah and that's like the one of life's like actual pleasures 100 (laughs) percent. yeah no it's it. it sounds so like dumb and kodak commercial like but it's like it's so true yeah, and like we're in the dang business of making memories, you know. Yeah. Ultimately, like we're just like giving you freaking memories. Yeah, I mean, hopefully we're making good memories and not bad memories. I've definitely like tried to have someone had a bad experience because they were a jerk to me, but that's just spiteful, you know. Right, and I also don't. Th- hopefully, that's not like a memory that you have. <laughs> like every time I get bad, so I've I like I. The thing is, you do remember good service. Like I personally have forgotten almost every instance of bad service because it's just like it's like why why would I remember it unless it's like something like a weird like fucked up undercurrent of like discrimination there's no right. reason why one should hold on to that right when your server comes over and is like now which stupid woman ordered <laughs> <laughs> i don't mean us necessarily okay obviously I, we're not being discriminated we're being discriminated sorry which stupid woman ordered the caesar salad hey I'm you just- dumb sluts <laughs> uh what do you have tonight <laughs> what excuse me <laughs> um I did have these I just real quick I just as a positive like something that really caught me off guard was I had this group of women come in who are like in their 40s and I feel like our, the where we work is usually more of a restrained it's not like mm-hmm. a party vibe necessarily 100% so this group of women came in on like a Sunday night and they were like pretty keyed up they were like happy to be together eating dinner and they came to get a drink at the bar first and this woman just right off the bat she's like what's your name? I was like, uh, and she's like, L-. I was like, Lillian. She's like, Lillian, I want a glass of red wine. Whatever you think is good is going to be great. And whatever these drunk sluts want. And I was like, whoa, 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 But I loved it. Cause they were like, hey, and like, they just like, were like rolling with it and were real wild. And I was like, this is awesome. Like I would rather serve like a thousand people like that than like one guy who's like, I don't know, like a, a dick about his martini or something like I don't care you know what I mean it's like more interesting to me I'm like these people are like here for fun like yeah you can feel that when they're like she was like yeah we were we've been friends since like middle school so I was like so you guys are celebrating like 
15 years of uh, friendship they're like oh my god i was uh, like oh you ladies have fun like it was just like so a playful fun yeah. thing it's like you can see the joy and yeah. like you want to you know yeah oh my god you're like i'm gonna party with you yeah it's so fun oh my god so fun. i love it when people are like out and ready to just like fucking party yeah i don't understand people who are like upset about their dinner no matter what i'm like why are you it's like when people come to my comedy show and then just refuse to laugh at anything and like have their arms folded i'm like you came here you came you chose to come to a comedy show why aren't you why are you forcing yourself to not laugh yeah just like cut loose yeah fucking you know what and if some stuff happens like let it go that's the thing at restaurants where i'm just like guys can you just like look at like move on or like if if it really is like just I'm like just ask for what you need, yeah, is, is a fine thing to do. Like if you're like, hey, I I think our food's taking a while. Can I have some bread? Yeah, I'm gonna fucking bring sure. some bread. Yeah, I don't know. it's it's a weird thing that people. My cocktail's taking a while. Can I have some shots? <laughs> sure. And they're free. And they're free. That'd I'm be just cool. Kidding. Yeah, it'd be cool if if I didn't make the cocktails fast enough. We had to give tables <laughs> free shots. We put a timer on you. We we're like, okay, so that took six <laughs> minutes, so they get a free shot. And there's like a ding bell that you have to ding. ring, and I'm like, damn it! No. And it comes out of my paycheck. That would be perfect. <laughs> that is a good system. <laughs> okay, we gotta go open a restaurant with that exact system. A punitive <laughs> bartender experience. <laughs> 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 just line up the shot. what would be a better punishment is if then you had to take a shot every cocktail that took more than five minutes to come out you had to take a shot so you get progressive it's done. a bar where i ultimately just die from alcohol poisoning mm-hmm. yeah. yeah that's the goal great a suicide mission business <laughs> i love it's it. open one night only it's a pop-up it's a pop-up it's a pop-up let's be clear it's a pop-up <laughs> um that is so funny great perfect great. we're gonna be rich Someone someone said I look like a celebrity last night, which never happens to me. You know that never happens to me. It happens oh. to you. It never happens to me. And then I just literally was like, oh, my God. Like, I was like, the thing is, is, like, people always, like, mistake me for someone else, but never, a cele- you know, everyone's saying, are you my friend? Is that, are you Sarah? Are you? And they were like, uh-huh. <laughs> like, can we move on now, please? To your job? <laughs> They're like, so. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, isn't that funny? Didn't Greta Gerwig come in last night? Oh, yes, she did. <laughs> I forgot. It's like her being like, you look like, and you're like, anyways, <laughs> I'm Greta. like, shut up. <laughs> oh, my God. I she won't. did come in last night. Is um, she very, does she have good skin? Yeah, she looked great. Um, her, she was, she just looks like a, a, like a regular person. Yeah. Which I know people like in their actors and actresses. Yeah. I like a hottie. Sure. You don't like a normal looking person. That's correct. <laughs> oh, man. Well, um, thanks for listening. Go out to a restaurant and have a great time with your friends and freaking enjoy it. That's the whole yeah, point. Have a freaking ball. And we'll love it, too. Um, and if you are enjoying this podcast, we would love uh, just a rate, review, a subscribe, whatever combination you feel is appropriate. We love it. We, it's, we love it helps the podcast. Mix and match, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Separates, tops, bottoms, one pieces. Strikes. We love it. Prince. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Um, thanks so much, guys. All right. Love you guys. Bye.